Hey guys, welcome back to No Content. I'm Ryan. I'm 28. That's Pixel. He's still 34. I don't know. I keep forgetting your age. Chill. Still 34. Not any younger. Yeah, true. <laughs> welcome back, guys, to No Content. I hope you guys are doing well uh, this evening or morning or afternoon if you're listening to us on other various uh, pod catching sites. Uh, before we get into the you know deep dive into everything, just as always, remember to follow us on uh, our socials, as well as check us out on Spotify and iTunes. All those links are down in your episode description below. Anyway, let's get into it. So I guess like kind of the first announcement is episode 10, baby. We made yeah, it we 10 to double digits. We made it to double digits, which is pretty sweet. Um, I think that we mentioned in like episode four or five that we were going to try to do this for 10 episodes and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're both pretty happy, like pretty satisfied with how the podcast has been going. Yeah, I, I like that, that there's just a wider range of topics we can actually talk about and mm -hmm. that we're not restricted to just like one thing, which is Twitch. Right. So I so, think, yeah, I think yeah. we'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, for... we can keep going. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for a little bit. So uh, congrats to us. That's a pat on the back. Uh, shout outs yeah. to everyone who's um, met, like moved over from our other podcast, Deep Thoughts. Rest in peace, I think. Um, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, you know, we had to start somewhere. We had to jump off somewhere. So I guess, I don't know, maybe yeah. we'll still utilize that podcast when there's like a TwitchCon or, or some big type of yeah, event. I'm I don't, sure we will. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't really know. Um, I think the other thing I like is that, you know, there is the potential of just like inviting other guests if one of us is busy or something, or if you're busy right. or not feeling up to it, or if we wanted to bring like a third person and it's pretty easy to do because it's just like a bunch of topics about everything. Right, right, right. So um, I think we're not as limited to that or whatever. Um, but yeah, um, if you guys didn't know, or if you guys haven't listened to the last episode, which came out uh, roughly, I think last week, um, yeah, about a week ago or so. Uh, more than that, maybe about almost nine days ago at this point. Um, Pixel is back. We had Blake fill in for us while Pixel was gone. So uh, thanks to Blake and shout outs to him for being able to fill in. And I think it was a pretty good episode. We just talked a lot about like classic WoW, uh, you know, pro Jared drama and oh, yeah, you know, yeah. a bunch of other stuff. But uh, Pixel was gone because he was on vacation. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you listened to that last episode, Pixel, but we said that you were doing a sisterhood of the traveling pants. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I, I need to do a, a, a mm -hmm. technology detox and cleansing. So okay. I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't listen. So uh, I think a lot of this episode will be a lot of um, pixel time, <laughs> pixel, talk to <laughs> pixel talk corner um, where um, he just kind of talks about what was up and stuff and shares as much as he wants to. So pixel yeah. you're back in the concrete jungle of your city yeah yep, yep. how was your i guess just kind of break it down why you kind of already explained why you went on the trip but what exactly did you do any where did you go as much details as you want about that i mean any highlights of the trip um you yeah. know just stuff like that yeah um so i mentioned i think i mentioned to you that um the whole reason i wanted to do this was just to get away from la for a while and just like have like just have some nature around me for once you know mm -hmm. and that was like i think was um the the driver of that was to go to zion national park because it was one on my bucket list it's uh, one of my things that i really really wanted to do and it's just absolutely gorgeous so i was like you know what i'm just gonna like design that trip around it so have, have you been there it. before no oh, okay cool 
So I was like, you know what, if I go there, you know, there's a whole bunch of other places I could go to. So it just kind of expanded from there. And uh, so I just designed a loop um, that went from Zion through Bryce Canyon to Antelope Canyon down south through Arizona, the Grand Canyon, all the other places. And I was like, yeah, you know what, it's on the way. And you know, what? I'm going to check it out. So I just spent a week doing like this loop around um, the, the these three states and it it was like 1800 miles of driving. Wow. Yeah, 181850. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So it was it was pretty awesome just driving through it and just like seeing all these different places and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just getting away from people for a while. Right. Um, except for the Grand Canyon and like a few other places in Arizona, like the huge tourist destinations, you're surrounded by people all the time. Right. And you're just getting like pushed and shoved. And I was like, you know what? This isn't my thing. Did you meet up with any friends or did you just total solo, totally just like by Not yourself? Total, total solo. Yeah. Wow. So, Crazy. Yeah. Uh, everybody I tell this it thinks I'm like insane for doing solo trips, honestly. Like, oh I mean, I can understand. I think there's a, I think there's appeal to both, right? Um, you know, sure, there's yeah. like you can share your experiences, but then at the same time, you're like, like with people, you can share your experiences. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. you gotta like the person. It's usually a pretty good time to bond. I've had a lot of like yeah. uh, road trips with just like one other person, and you really get to know somebody. Um, oh afterwards. yeah, when you're, like when you're stuck with your, you're yeah, stuck yeah, with them for like uh, a whole week. Yeah, and I'm so here's the thing. I'm actually okay with like silence, but some people aren't. But even just uh -huh. like that, and just being in like silence with people, and kind of like dealing sure. with that and stuff, it, it's different. But then I can see the appeal of solo, where like you don't really have to like wait for somebody else, mm. and you can kind of just do what you want to do, and like kind of you know like whatever you want to do, let's do yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, totally. you're on your own schedule, so I I get the appeal for sure. Yeah, because like a part, part of uh, what made this really cool was just being able to sit in silence in this mm. forest, for example, and then listen to nature for like a good 20 minutes doing nothing. Like, right. I don't know many people who would stand up for that. But to me, that's like it's that happens so rarely to me in L.A. that. <laughs> OK, yeah, I that was you. like the vacation. Right. Yeah. Like, seriously, like there were there are so many points that, that where I was just like sitting on a bench and listening to birds chirp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and i was like oh wow this is different yeah i mean yeah you know the thing with me is unfortunately i can't get away uh a lot uh myself or whatever but you know i do like vacations where i can just like my dream vacation would probably be doing nothing um mm -hmm. somewhere like actually nothing no work or having to worry about that like i'm not a really big um tourist guy mm -hmm. like uh like like if it's convenient for me sure but if i have to travel super far no like sure. i think my dream vacation is like going to like hawaii or like some type of like tropical place with like an all-inclusive mm -hmm. resort okay where yeah. you don't have to leave you know what i mean like you got <laughs> everything there for you and you're just max chilling either by oh, myself yeah, or no. with somebody but um it, yeah, yeah it's pretty no i, I that, get you that's, I get, I that's see the great appeal. too like go to a yeah. resort get a massage in the morning while sipping a mai tai or something yeah like that. yeah it sounds like, great man <laughs> so i mean yeah i mean other than that i mean what other highlights or cool thing was there any like moments that really stuck out to you or was it just like the whole trip was just really really good uh, the whole trip was pretty good like um 
some of the sites that you'd see like in Zion are like phenomenal and they mm. are sites that you will never see anywhere else. Right. Like, um, so I, I hiked observation point, which is uh, the highest point in the park. Um, so you're overlooking this Canyon and you're like 2000 some odd feet above the floor of the Valley. Mm -hmm. So you just get a view of everything and it's like incredible. Wow. Um, it's like, it's kind of like indescribable. You just have to be there. Um, it's, it just makes you feel really, really small. Mm. Um, but the drive to and from different places was amazing. Like mm -hmm. Arizona is actually pretty beautiful in some mm -hmm. places. Um, Flagstaff to uh, Sedona is forest. You don't, mm. you don't actually realize this. You actually forget that you're in Arizona when you go through this like evergreen forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really weird. Mm -hmm. But it's also really beautiful at the same time. Right. Um, so it's like a different kind of pretty, you know? Right, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think the thing that, like, every time I travel, because uh, if you guys didn't know on this podcast, we're both based in uh, Southern California, so it's pretty crowded here. <laughs> but mm -hmm. I think one of the things I realized, even just, like, driving from, like, here to, like, San Francisco, I'm like, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of space, and you people need to spread out, dog. <laughs> like, there's a lot of empty space out there, right? Yeah, like, you're just yeah. driving. It's like, why? People need to live here, you idiots. <laughs> like, it's too crowded yeah. in California, man. <laughs> That's, like, one of the things I noticed, too, is just, like... um I don't know. Like I've lived in California my whole life, so traveling any state out is pretty crazy. But even Arizona, mm -hmm. I feel like, has been really built up in the last uh, handful of years. Maybe oh, in the last yeah. like ten, 10 years for sure, or whatever. I've gone, I've traveled, I've traveled to Flagstaff, uh, and I've gone to, um, I've gone to Gilbert, uh, which is mm -hmm. kind of like right so next to Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, it's like a suburb of Phoenix. And like I like I have family that lives like kind of in that general area. And it's like mm -hmm. that place got built up so much. Like I went oh, there yeah, like yeah. a couple years ago and it's like this is straight up just like I feel like San Diego County now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like oh, McMansions absolutely. everywhere and like all this type of stuff. And it's just like, oh. It's kind of sad in a way. But um, Oh, totally. Like you know. just uh um I, I drove through Phoenix and it it is almost like LA. Yeah, Except with all yeah. like the skyscrapers, the amount of time it takes to get from one end to the other is almost as long as like LA, LA County. Oh gosh, <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> but it's, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's really large. It's it's you don't expect mm -hmm. it. It's it's like the sixth largest city in the U.S. Oh okay, yeah, I think or something like that. But uh, no, I spent the night there and it was really cool. Um, just went to the Frank Lloyd Wright um museum mm -hmm. to check that out um but i i see I'm, I'm into like architecture and like you know art and stuff right, like that right. so that kind of thing was interesting to me mm -hmm. um like the dude was just like a mad genius and he was just like doing all sorts of crazy stuff that no one else did right so that was like his little playground so just i got to see that for a little while and uh tore it so that was pretty cool Nice. Um, I mean, I gotta ask because I'm a pretty big fan of it. But uh, any mm -hmm. like food gems that you found out there that were like, "Wow, this is really mm -hmm. surprising!" Like, this is really good. Or any disappointments that you thought that like you had or whatever. Because yeah, that's uh, what I'm, I'm curious about for sure. Let's see. Okay, so Arizona really isn't known for its food culture. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> they're, they're known for their beer culture, actually. 
Really? Okay. Yeah, they actually have a lot of like Southern California has the most microbreweries, I think, out of the whole country. But I right. think like Arizona is like coming up on like top five cities. So I know they have that, but yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, there was one place I went to because um, I was in Flagstaff and I didn't know what to eat. And uh, so I was like looking on Yelp and just looking around my area and I found this one restaurant that was like had glowing reviews. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, sure, let's try it out. And it was an Indian place. Okay. And I mean, it's Flagstaff. It's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how good can it be, right? Right, and yeah. So I go there and I try it out. And I'm like, this is actually really good. Mm. I was okay. actually really, really surprised. Right. And I was like, okay, you know what? You know, their, their Indian food game is pretty good. Um, it's a place called Delhi Palace. Huh. Um, okay. In, in Flagstaff. I think it's near um, the NAU campus. Okay. That's pretty um, cool. I was like, it was, it was pretty, pretty good. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah. Um, other than that, like, I didn't really eat at too many notable places. Like, mm. um, a lot of the, hike, the hikes that I did, I couldn't really just go out and eat. So, like, breakfast and lunch were basically packed in with me. Um, so right. How I many hikes did you go on, lunch. by the way? One, two, three. I guess three. Wow. Yeah. So, it's, I think it was a total of about 30 miles or so. Wow, that's crazy. So, I busted up my feet pretty badly by the end. Gosh, um and i had to imagine. like just not walk for a while <laughs> so um if you look at my if you look at my toenails right now they're actually black oh gosh that's crazy you want, wait, you want me to show this on camera no we're not showing this on stream <laughs> 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 or for youtube viewers we make a flag for that for some dumb reason you know how this wow. you know a lot of stuff happened while you're gone pixel okay yeah, everyone's scared like crazy over here but um <laughs> with self-harm yeah but that's awesome um so how does it feel being back in LA? Oh, uh, re- so loud. Uh, do you think now that you've kind of experienced that, and I'm assuming you've gone on other road trips, obviously like this before, or is this your first time, like kind of like de technology, like de teching and just like kind of like road tripping nature stuff. Is this your first time doing this or have you done this in the past? Um, this is the first trip of its kind. I've okay. taken solo trips before. Mm-hmm. but for different reasons right yeah so, so this you know. yeah this is just like um just wanting to get out in nature and this is kind of like the first one that i've ever done so do you so now that you've done this do you think that like eventually you'll leave la or like the los angeles area or southern california in general like do you would you prefer kind of like out in nature like that more or are you still like yeah this place sucks but i mean like it's pretty <laughs> it's it has its perks you know what i mean uh, do you mean you, uh, if I want like, to live outside? Yeah, like in the fe- like if you could live anywhere, I guess like in the future or whatever, right? Like, would you like leave and just go somewhere else, or like you think? Yeah, I, I I'd consider it. Um, I wouldn't live too far away from a city just because I I'm so used to it. And right. I think it's a nice place to visit. I really do. But I think right. living there, I would miss being around. Um, all these amenities and stuff yeah. all the time, like all these food options, mm-hmm. things to do, um, uh, just uh, the, the the ability to meet people. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not as easy when you're out there in the middle of nowhere. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree. I love quiet. Right. I, I love it. Like, I, I think that's a requirement for me. Mm. But it's so hard to, to just make up for that when you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get what you mean, man. Like, I've born and raised Southern California. Um, I've been here my whole life. And traveling, it's like you said, it's nice to visit. But I don't know if I could ever leave this place. Just like the food culture. Mm-hmm. Um, like, just the culture in general. Like, I, I think leaving California and even just going to um a state over you know what i mean mm-hmm. you real yeah. you really realize at least in our state that there's that we really are like a melting pot oh absolutely of, yeah of, of not just food culture but just culture in general um you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh i think that's something that i definitely take for granted here or whatever that like oh, yeah. um there's just so many cultures here and so many like different influences it's great it's expensive <laughs> but but I, I will, oh my, there's so much I can say about the cost of living. Like I oh, yeah. went we... to Arizona, I was looking at houses because uh, part of it was just like, Hey, can I retire here? Is this a place that I could actually, You're like, hey, I can um, retire now. <laughs> I, I could. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah. I looked it's... at some houses and I saw a mansion for like 400 grand. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like what yeah. Is this ridiculousness. Like I yeah, can't even get a crazy. condo for that price. I have a friend who is actually, uh, she's a full-time Twitch streamer, and she Uh just moved to, like, I think, like, Colorado, and kind of, like, the outskirts of Colorado, right? And if you're listening to this, I don't want to name your name. Uh, This is not an insult. She's not a super huge streamer, but she's, like, mid-tier when it comes to at least your followers and stuff. And I know we've talked about this before. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've talked to this before first. And she, I don't know, let's just, like, throw out, like, a ballpark number there. She might maybe have, like... 700 subscribers and that 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 covers like her whole that covers like food utilities house payment yeah like everything there uh... and it's like if if we if we had that those if i had those same numbers on like my own channel or you did or whoever in california southern california no way you would have you know you'd have to have a a full-time job on top of that like on top of being like a streamer right yeah like seriously that, that would like barely cover rent if that <laughs> yeah and you have to rent in some pretty dicey areas in california for, like mm. if that yeah so. I know, right? you, you you'd be renting the places with like satellite sticking out of the, their, their windows right right but um get internet. yeah but uh i don't know if you if there's anything else that you want to add to that um if you wanted to add up to your trip do you have plans for your next trip already or um you know what i recommend everybody go to zion i think like you everybody talks about like all these wonderful like uh tourist destinations to visit in the american southwest it's not the grand canyon it's not antelope canyon or any of that Mm. it's zion go to zion okay um yeah i might uh kind of segueing to our next topic i might actually be going uh to zion because oh, cool. I have a friend that got engaged um, oh, really? recently. So we might actually go there for like a bachelor thing. So maybe I'll talk to you about it in the future or whatever. Yeah, but kind of kind of going into our next topic, dude, everyone I know has been getting engaged lately. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like I'm younger than you by like a few years. So I don't know if this is just the age to do it. And to be fair, these people are younger than me, um, mm-hmm. like by a couple, a few years. But dude, there's been like se- I'm not kidding you, like seven or eight engagements in the last like two weeks for me. 
Wow. Like it's actually crazy. And I'm just like, what what the yeah, heck, yeah. guys? You know what? what? That makes what? me feel left behind. <laughs> I know. It makes well, okay. I don't uh I don't know if I should say it on my po- on this podcast or whatever, but I think it's fine. I don't think it's like a bad thing. But I mean, so for me guys like in my personal life or whatever, like I've already been married before and I'm I'm a divorcee. Like I was I divorced like 5 years ago. I don't I don't think that's bad to say. <laughs> but oh, no. um but yeah, so it's just weird for me cuz I've already done been there done that type of thing or whatever <laughs> and it, it it was great, I guess. But it's just weird to me to see like all my friends all of a sudden like getting engaged now. And it's yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel about it. Like I don't feel left out or anything like that like um I think that I think the best not to get super into it, but I think the best thing to happen to me in a sense was to get a divorce in a way, because I think that we at least from my end, I think mm-hmm. I depended on my partner a bit too much and it mm-hmm. kind of forced me to step up and be like a little bit more independent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think eventually I'll probably get remarried. Who knows? But I do think that like I'm kind of now swung too much the other way where I'm a little bit too independent and I feel like I don't want to date somebody because I don't want to lose that independence like that sure. independence. Right. Um, yeah. But I don't know why is with everyone getting engaged, man. It's crazy. My whole timeline has yeah. been filled with it. Like literally like back to back days. Like one of my friends engaged last weekend and then like the next day, somebody and then somebody and then somebody like yeah. literally like that, like a train, a roller coaster. <laughs> It's the same with me. I don't know what it is. It feels like clockwork. It's like, okay, everybody's hit that point in their life where they are, you know, ready to move on to the next thing. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, you know what? We're ready for this. And it feels like a lot of people just have hit that point in their life when they they feel like they're ready to move on. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like a natural thing. Uh, To be fair. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I, I I just guess I'm uh, I'm an outlier, just like you are. It's like I, no. I like my independence. I like doing these solo trips. Yeah, and I I mean, you and I are both in kind of unique situations, right? Like in different perspectives. You know what I mean? Like I got married mm-hmm. very young, and like had a kid or whatever, divorced or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like my dating game, uh, while it's probably not bad, it's just I have a very unique situation where right. I can't just settle down with anyone just because of for like other moral reasons that I won't get into. But then Mm -hmm. like for you, it's just like, you know, you're kind of in the same boat, but a different situation. So (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's weird, man. Um, I think a lot of it has to do too, is that around this time of year, I feel like there's a lot of engagements because a lot of my friends just graduated college. So Mm. like they've been with their, their significant other through college or whatever, like three to four years, let's say. And now Mm -hmm. it's like, well, what's the next step? You get a job. You know, you mean yeah. you you move out of your parents' house finally if they're still living at home, yeah. and you know get engaged. So I feel like that might be it too. It might just be that season where everyone's propose, proposing and getting exactly. engaged. But it's a it's a you know I think uh, I feel like there's more engagement engagements in the spring and summer just mm-hmm. because it's like the prettier season to get engaged, and you know you get all those nice engagement photos like when it's like blooming and stuff. It's also that the holidays are more in like fall and winter too right so it's like more chaotic yeah i feel like yeah. for engagements and there's other things that you need to focus on i don't know yeah i think there's all sorts of like um reasons behind when uh a wedding happens mm-hmm. like you know there's certain times where like summer is better certain times where like fall and winter are better you know things like right. that I mean, that but... being said also dude 
planning weddings, like, I'm not even planning a wedding, but, like, I'm a groomsman for three of them, and I'm a best man for <laughs> one of them, and this sucks, dude. Like, I told, like, here's the thing, man. Weddings cost so much money. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, right. we kept our wedding, like, pretty cheap, in my opinion, uh, but some of these weddings are just, like, it's kind of ridiculous, guys. Like, you need to slowly roll, and I've told them all this, so I don't care if they hear this, but it's like, you need to slowly roll, guys, because this is gonna, like, like, here's the thing. Our wedding was really not expensive but mm -hmm. we put most of the budget to the honeymoon as well as the catering because mm. i feel like so many weddings i've gone to like no offense to anyone who was wedding i've been to is listening to this your catering was mediocre you know what i mean like the food there was like kind of mediocre and i'm just saying you know what i mean like that's kind of like i don't know that's the whole not the whole reason why you go but it's like a pretty big like number two <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know i don't know <laughs> Yeah, well, here, here's the thing that I learned recently with uh, catering is if you pick a venue, sometimes they're yeah. actually forced yeah. um, uh, into a catering choice. Yeah. And so, like, when you want a certain food or whatever, you can't right. get it. You just have to go with this catering option, and they could suck. Yeah, you know um, what, I, what I've heard, too, and one of my friends is doing this, so this is kind of actually changing the game a lot, and I want to see if this gets, like, this is probably there's gonna be like laws about this in ten years, but what one of my friends is doing is their Airbnb a place. Yeah. And so yeah. and 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 uh, the owners already know they're cool with it, but like it's like a it's like a legit mansion in like Laguna mm -hmm. Hills or whatever, and they're gonna mm -hmm. like Airbnb this place, and it like honestly this is like something out of like GTA, dude, like one of those built, <laughs> like one of those like seven story mansions that overlooks the ocean, nice. and, like Tony Stark's place. Yeah. But it's like that's where we're gonna be staying, and it's like, uh, it has plenty of space for the wedding and stuff like that. So, and it's way mm -hmm. cheaper. Yeah, than like I mean, getting like, an official place, I guess. Right? I, I don't know. Like, and like, that's a you can choose a, your own catering. So, right, it's a, it's a great option, especially if you can like have all of your guests like stay there too in the bedrooms. You just wake up, go downstairs, and have the ceremony. Go back upstairs and sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. So it's, it's gonna like, be it, it'll be interesting, man. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll invite you to one of them as my plus one because I got no one else to go <laughs> with. <laughs> uh, wait, so as a groomsman, do you actually have to help plan these weddings? Yes. Oh. It sucks, dude. Oh man. So so like as a groomsman, like it's not that you you have to. Okay, it's it depends. Like, wait, have you never been a groomsman before? Like ever? No, I've never. Uh, been okay, a so yeah, it's. I would say it depends on how involved, how close you are to the groom, like to the couple themselves, right? Like I'm pretty close mm -hmm. to like a couple of them, so for me, it's probably gonna be like it. It ranges, obviously, right? But it's more than just you need to show up <laughs> at the rehearsal oh. and you need to show up, right? But like, mm -hmm. um, as the best man, you're supposed to plan the bachelor party. Mm -hmm. so that's like one of the things i have to do for like one of the weddings and then the rest of the time it's like you're really just there for like moral support like it's kind of weird but like moral support mm -hmm. and just like kind of an excuse to hang out so it's like we have to go to like the bachelor party obviously and then we have to go to get like our tuxes fitted and stuff like that and like we go and like help decide like what tux the guy should get and stuff like that i feel like for yeah. the women it's way more involved like for the bride or whatever like i know they have like the bridal shower and they have the bachelorette party and they have like the dress party and stuff like that but yeah, yeah. it i have to do some stuff which kind of which is like it's fun but it's just like <laughs> it's work 
yeah and it's one of those things where it's like you can't really be like hey can you reschedule it like no like you you have to make sure your schedule's free right like you have to go on these days or whatever but it'll be fun i one one of the things that and then this depends on every depending on the wedding but a a couple of them the groom is going to be choosing the food so we also have to go to like cake testings and like catering testings which is cool but the thing is like there's like so just for like one of these weddings already, I have like five schedule, like five testings I need to go to just for one of these weddings on the groomsman for because it's like we want to, we don't know, we need to choose, you know, and we need to decide. Yeah, and it's I like a two or three hour testing, and like cool, I get free food, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's a lot of work, man. I, I hope it's not a destination wedding for all these. Like I hope they're at least no. in the LA area. No, 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 they're they're all they're luckily they're all local okay good people are flying for us it's local for some of his family and stuff is like flying dude um there was a couple years ago where i couldn't go to uh one of my friend's weddings and i wasn't a groomsman or anything but he decided to have it in like the middle of nowhere in fiji (laughs) or something like that and or like somewhere out there and it was just like oh my gosh like no i can't oh man that's too much time away too much money you know what i mean like you got to go way too far and stuff like that yeah, like like you're saying, slow your roll, guys. Yeah, like <laughs> save save that money and you know put it towards a house or something, or you know like something that'll that'll um, help build your wealth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it's actually ridiculous how much people like some people like like some people spend like a down payment on a house on their wedding. It's actually insane. I don't know if you've it's ever heard much. that. It's actually crazy. It's too much, man. I can't do that. I can't like in good conscience spend that much money on like one day. Right. You know, I mean, there, there's compromise the, to be made. Like I know here's the problem though. It's not really your day. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like, it, a, it's like a 60, 40 dog. Like it's a 70, yeah. 30, like 60, 40 thing. Like to it's be like, honest. Okay. You know, it's like, okay, it's not, I, I know it's the bride's day. Like it's, the, it's their thing, but I'm like, at some point it's like, you, you got to cut them off. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. You gotta um, say like, okay, you know what? You, we would rather just use this money and like buy a house with it, right? Or you know, put it in a retirement fund. Like, yeah. even just There's like so many things. Yeah, even just like wedding dresses, right? Like your tux will be like two hundred bucks. Like that's pretty average tux or whatever. And then like that a cheap wedding dress is like eight hundred bucks, eight thousand bucks. That's like a cheap one. And eight hundred would be incredibly cheap. Yeah, like it's actually ridiculously cheap. And a lot like, of the times, yeah. the cheap. The thing is, too, with wedding shops and stuff, a lot of times they don't have the cheap options because no one wants them. Yeah. Yeah, like, so um, it's just, it's crazy, like, man. Thrift them. Like, if thrifting is an option, but, like, then you have to, like, find a, a, a dress that actually fits you um, yeah. and can be tailored. Yeah. Like, there's, there's some dresses that just simply can't be. Um, yeah. But if you actually were to make one, like, a, 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 a new one, it's, like, mm-hmm. $2,000 or something like that two three thousand dollars and like if you're lucky and same thing goes with a tux like if you actually wanted to buy uh, your own tux which i shouldn't do uh, (laughs) yeah it's gonna be like at least a grand yeah it's Um, uh it's crazy yeah yeah one of my friends got married at the courthouse and then we just like rented a limo like a party bus and we went over like all around la and just went to the club scene for the reception (laughs) it was so fun and that was like hella cheap too yeah yeah one of my friends um recently recently got married a couple years ago and the wedding was done at city hall yeah yeah i've had this too there 
there was nothing like fancy about it. They came, they uh, uh, got a marriage license, like right on the spot, you know, said their, you know, um, vows in front of like a few of us. And that was it. You know, the whole, the whole thing lasted like an hour. We went back and we got burgers for a reception. Yeah. I mean, great. that's great. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. It was great. Like everyone gets to kind of chill or whatever. Like, I don't know. Weddings are stressful, man. Even for just like, just attending one is stressful. Really? I feel like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like you yeah. got to meet, talk to people. You're there for like seven hours. You're like, who, how, when, do, when can I leave? This kind of awkward. I've only attended... out, you're just standing there for like two hours, right? <laughs> up there. Everyone's staring at See, you. I, I've only attended three weddings in my entire life. Okay. So the, 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 the most recent one was my, with my friend a couple of years ago. And uh -huh. another one was with a classmate. This was nine years ago, I want to say. Okay. No, no, 10, 10 or 11 years ago, something like that. Um, and that one, yeah, they're, they're, they're all as guests. The first wedding I went to was like a, a traditional Chinese wedding. are totally crazy and loud and obnoxious and wild. <laughs> it's gotcha. actually nuts. I, I have never, I've never been to a wedding ceremony where I didn't like, so everybody was just trying to egg the couple on to like kiss constantly. And so Wait, at the Chinese one? At the Chinese one. Oh, that's so interesting. What they, is, so what they do is they bang their plates in anything that's glass, right? Well, with, with silverware. So and this weird. whole room, this whole banquet hall is filled with these sounds of clinking glasses. That's so awkward. What about the parents? Like, that's so awkward. <laughs> They're probably getting in on it, too. They're that's... like, oh, do it, do it, do it. That's so <laughs> weird. Keep doing it. I don't know. I'm So, I uh, kind of, same topic, kind of, but are you a public displays of affection person, or were you ever, I mean, we're older now, so I just feel like as I've gotten older, that's become, like, less and less of a thing. Like, I'm not yeah, talking it's... about, like, high school, because I feel like we were stupid in high school. At least I was. Like, everyone was, like, PDAing it up. Are you a PDA type of person, or um, when I mean PD, when I mean PDA, I mean like stuff out of the norm. You know what I mean, like holding hands, <laughs> hugging, kissing. Like we're not insults here. You know what I mean, like <laughs> like you know PDA. You know, there's a clear yeah. definition of what that is. I I was never a much of a PDA person. Um, usually, I'm just more reserved in public. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it's like well, I. I that i mean let's be honest I'll, I'll save that stuff for the bedroom <laughs> yeah 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 for sure so, i mean like, that's no. how i am too so like that situation would mortify me yeah but even it though would. it's my wedding like i get it it's it's just a kiss but then like it's probably like one of those things where they want more i don't know it's just weird man that's just weird i you know maybe maybe it's just a ceremony that i went to but it was just, like it was weird all these like it's, like it's it's all this pda stuff it wasn't just the kissing it was just like the garter belt thing too i, mean, I don't um, understand that but yeah, I've seen that before. That's weird. The garter belt thing was just like, what the, what is going on? This at is one of creepy. my friends, at one of my friends' weddings, they switched it out with the best man. <laughs> okay, so that's like, a little better. The, the best man came <laughs> out and he had his legs shaved, <laughs> and he had a dress on, and obviously the oh, guy's like, blindfolded, yeah. right? So like, yeah, he thought yeah, it was yeah. like his wife or whatever. Okay. okay, see, see, that's funny. So yeah. the wedding ceremony that I went to, so the bride was wearing the garter belt, right? Or had to have the guard belt put on her and it was her brother doing it oh that's weird that so i was like this is really weird that's really weird <laughs> and like the entire time like the brother was like no i don't want to do this yeah it's, obviously it's, the best wedding one of the best weddings i went to was for uh a couple of my friends 
and they actually live in the same city that I do. And uh, his wife's family lives actually maybe five minutes from my place. Um, and they had the wedding in the front of the house. Mm-hmm. And then they had the reception in the back of the house. Mm. And it was bring your own beer if you wanted beer. You know, you just bring your own alcohol. And then they yeah. got it catered by this really good Cuban food place. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was really cool. Like that was it was really nice. About 100 people. Very, very intimate, though, but nice and yeah. enough to where like you can't go that crazy. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. I think. Um, yeah, I think that's what I would want. It's... I can't I can't do that uh, where I currently live, but I think I would want something very simple again. Yeah, yeah. I th- well, do you say that because you've already had a wedding ceremony and you just kind of like, okay, you know what, I've, I've already done this before. Let's just do something simple. Uh, maybe. I mean, that might be it or whatever. The thing is, too, my family is actually very small on my mom's side. On my both my mom and my dad's side, I'm the only grand the nephew. I'm the only niece or nephew on both sides. Mm. We only go back three generations, mm-hmm. so I'm the only nephew or niece or grandkid. Mm-hmm. Besides yeah. my daughter, obviously, but um, right, right. it's we're very small. So I mean, like my side of the family is maybe thirty people at this point, maybe less. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, my my first wedding, the first time I got married, the wedding wasn't that big, um, hundred people maybe. Um, that's maybe maybe that's less. Sizable. That's pretty big actually to me. To me, anyways. Okay, I've been to weddings where it's like six hundred people. Holy. Oh so like on what? average where it's been like 600 people or 400 people like That's so mine was like super small compared class. no yeah because it was like like their sphere of influence was just huge wow yeah man that's like that's like enormous i i mean i think like 100 people is probably the largest wedding that i've been to mm-hmm Um, I think here's the thing, too, with those weddings as well. It was part of like um, the people that I knew were like regular attendees to like church and to other like religious things. Like one of them was like they were regular attendees to like a Buddhist temple. And I think one of them was Jewish. So they were regular regular attendees to like a temple. So I feel uh like that just immediately bumps up the numbers because like there's people you probably talk to like every Sunday or every time you go that you don't. You know, you talk to them, you're nice to them, you probably have, like, a pretty deep friendship with them, but it's nothing like you don't hang out with them outside, but then it's awkward if you don't invite them. Right, totally. To your wedding. Yeah. So, uh, I feel like that bumps up the numbers, like, a ton or whatever. Right, so it's a larger social circle. That actually happened recently. Um, Once again, not naming any names, but that actually happened recently with a wedding that I didn't go to, and they pretty much had to cut it off. Uh, because they were like anyone with kids can't come <laughs> because it was that ridiculous and they were regular attendees yeah. of a church so they right, just said right. it got too crazy because it was like oh i know so-and-so from like i know this person and like i want to invite them but then i'll also mm-hmm. have to invite his wife and their four kids and all of a it's sudden that's similar. like that's like six seven people so he told me and i was yeah. like oh i just won't go then like there, i can't and he kind of told me like last minute, so I think they were scrambling as well. But like, I feel like that just bumps up the numbers like huge. So my wedding and from the weddings I've experienced have been pretty small. Um, I want right. to say maybe it was a hundred people. I want to say maybe even less. Yeah, like it it just balloons when you start in, involving like the guests. They're plus one, and they're plus uh, kids. Like 
it, at some point you just have to say like, okay, I can't handle this many people. Dude, so I'm just going to either... Twitch stream it. Forget it. I'm just going to Twitch yeah. stream it from the marriage hall or whatever. My future wife yeah. wants that. Yeah, <laughs> Um, But yeah, anyway, um, moving on to our, I guess, our next topic. Kind of went on a tangent there. Uh, I want this one done in like five minutes, but uh, Pixel, what are your thoughts mm -hmm. on Game of Thrones? And I'm not throwing up the spoiler thing because you guys should have <laughs> seen it at this point. What it's is your thought on Game of days. Thrones? Give it to me in like five minutes since I still haven't seen the series. Um, right. Go. Cliff Notes version. I liked it. A lot of people didn't. I think it's an unpopular opinion that I liked it. Um, yeah. Pacing was okay. Um, it was an all right ending, um, but it felt rushed. Um, so I heard that there were supposed to be more episodes this season. Yes. So, so I, yeah. um, HBO wanted more episodes. The showrunners um, wanted like to do it in six. They were like, oh, yeah, we can do it in six. But <laughs> yeah, it felt rushed. So like, I kind of want more. Um, I felt like a lot of the characters' deaths just came out of the blue. Just like, oh, well, you're dead. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't really a fitting end. It, it was kind of like, like a balloon deflates, you know, it's like, it's, it's yeah. done. There we go. Um, but you know, a lot of characters in, in game of Thrones have died that way. Just kind of like, uh, with no fanfare, like, you know, dying mm -hmm. on a toilet, like Tywin did, or it's it, it, game of Thrones has never really been about like giving characters their moment in the spotlight to just like, right. To just die a glorious death. Um, it was just like, there's people and mm. that's that's really it you know they're they 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 had complex lives and complex thoughts and they just sometimes they just die and that's it um so i can understand where they, they came from from that perspective um some things i just didn't agree with like the with uh, some story choices um mm -hmm. but it's kind of understandable some of the things they didn't explain too well, like, oh, Grey Worm. Why did he capture John? Why, right. why did he, like, you know, put him in cuffs instead of kill him on the spot? Right. Um, because, like, they just found him with, like, his knife in Danny's chest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, oh, well, like, that man is not known for, you know, keeping prisoners. Like, evidence in the first part of the show where they're just, like, killing soldiers in the streets. Right, you know, all their prisoners. So this man does not take prisoners. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he was spared just makes no sense. Right. Um. So there's things like that, like little things that just bugs me. So I mean, I I love the show. I love the show. Like leading up to to this moment, mm -hmm. I, I wish there was a little bit more, but I still think that it was a decent end. At least it didn't end it like Sopranos did, like where Oh yeah, where it went black. Yeah, it just goes black and you're like left with um uh, still wondering what happened. Like yeah, at least there's like a finality to it, you know? Has there been ever like any series in the history of shows that has had a good last episode? Like I'm thinking like maybe Breaking Bad, like that was pretty was good say, from what I remember. I was gonna say Breaking Bad. Uh, but I mean, like, really, has there any, ever been a show where it's like, this is super disappointing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, every time it's just been like, this is super disappointing. Because I think the thing is, at the end of the day, the fans don't want it to end. They don't. Right, you know what right. I mean? And, 
yeah like i I, i've mentioned this before but like the show has built up so much hype so much excitement and some Mm -hmm. such high expectations for it that it's it's almost impossible to meet them right um somehow you have to to um go above and beyond what's already been done like battle of the bastards was like this incredible achievement for a tv show mm-hmm. and somehow you have to top that like constantly that's like that's incredibly hard right so all right game of thrones is over um it's, i guess i can over. watch it now when it comes out on showtime or hbo or whatever fx yeah. i don't know I don't, I don't really watch it but uh you know rest <laughs> in peace game of thrones pixel gave it a good review we'll probably get emails about it where everyone's pissed off at life and stuff so that's good yeah um, all right so I guess just ending ending kind of the show and or the the episode for today I guess um kind of wanted to get into uh the drama Ooh, I guess yeah. of everything that's been going on uh actually before we kind of get into that I just really quickly what did you think of the pro Jared drama if you heard much about that or I haven't really been keeping up too much with the pro Jared. Do, do you know what happened in general, or do you want me to give you like a very quick Cliff Notes rundown? Um, I, I know like the Cliff Notes of it, so okay. let's just refresh me. Um, pro Jared, video game YouTuber with a million views or a million subs. He's been around since Screw Attack launched, one of the OGs. He also did things with Game Grumps. Kind of a nerdy type of guy, kind of relatable. He released a statement saying that he was getting divorced from his wife who uh, is a cosplayer. Um, she mm-hmm. responded or she responded immediately saying that he has been cheating on me with another one of her friends who mm-hmm. is also a cosplayer and also the ex-wife of someone from Gaming Grumps as well for the last Whoa. four months. Uh, okay. Apparently, um, she claims that he manipulated her <clears throat> and put a lot of blame onto her. I forgot what the... Uh, the exact definition of it was, but apparently he would blame her for things or convince her that she was doing something wrong when there was nothing involved. So it's like, you did this. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I didn't. Like, yes, you did. Like, blah, blah, blah. Right. So they went to counseling for about six months. Um, apparently during this time as well, and this is where it gets kind of weird, um, he had multiple Tumblr accounts that were in secret that were promoting, quote-unquote, body positivity, and he allegedly... Well, I don't, I don't know if I should say allegedly, but I guess there's no charges. But he was sending nude photos of himself to underage girls uh, through Snapchat and through these tumblers as well. And these underage people have come forward and said, look, these are the nude photos I've been sent by him. I never oh, responded, oh. etc. Some did, whatever. Um, oh. He ended up losing uh, 15% of his subscriber base in less than 48 hours. Only 15 yeah, I mean, maybe not a lot of people know or follow him. I mean, a lot of people on YouTube probably just sub to just sub and watch a video when it comes out. But uh, sure, yeah, he lost about fifteen percent of his subscriber base within forty eight hours, and that's still dropping. So, uh, pretty rapid, wow. pretty rapid rate or whatever. Uh, it's probably like the fastest someone has ever lost subs on YouTube. They said, like hmm. more than Shay Carl, more than James Charles, which is also another thing that that was another controversy oh, that happened wow. this this past uh, week or whatever. I think James right, Charles right. lost 3 million subs, but it only accounted for like 6% of his fan base or something like that. So a lot of like, uh, you know, pro Jared has kind of come out and said that there's a bunch of lies going on and he doesn't want to say what's really going on, but this is defamation and it's not true. 
Obviously, mm-hmm. she's saying it's true. Um, he released a statement, I think, a few days ago, saying that um, she's painting him in a bad light because he claims that she wanted an open relationship to help mm-hmm. solve their marriage, and that she also has been dating someone for a while as well. Oh wow! Um, there's no proof of that, so um, it's kind of a he said, she said. So yeah. <laughs> Pro Jared, uh, the, the the topic we talked about this last episode with Blake, and I guess the topic was really just about relationships in the public spotlight and stuff. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know what you thought about the whole Pro Jared thing. Pretty crazy, in my opinion. But you want to give it two cents crazy. on it? Yeah, since since I don't really know too much about it, I can't really comment too much on it. It's uh, it's a dirty, dirty situation. Like mm-hmm. if these allegations are true, it's it's bad yeah it's bad but from from my experience with like just hollywood types like i feel like entertainment types get a pass on a lot of things and i think with given enough time people generally tend to forget what chris happens. brown <laughs> chris brown <laughs> yeah yeah um i just to name one person but like yeah, like eventually, given enough time, people just come around. You know, they start to enjoy the content again for for what it is. Mm-hmm. They don't. They 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 look past who uh, is the creator of that. Right. So, yeah, um, that's pretty crazy. We had that drama, but I think the recent drama that's been coming up is something that just keeps giving us drama. And I don't know. We we somehow became a drama podcast. I don't think we are a drama podcast, but I mean, it's so big that it's kind of hard to ignore it's like an elephant in the room mm. um but tifu is suing phase clan his team yeah. organization and uh, if you guys have been kind of under the rock for a long time or something for the last <laughs> week this is just a post that just keeps on giving man um kind of just to to you know I guess just kind of giving you guys the cliff note annotated version of it. If you guys don't know who Tifu is, he is arguably the most popular and maybe one of the best Fortnite players ever. He is playing currently for a team called FaZe Clan. He's under contract with them. He, uh, It has been made public that about a week ago he is suing them and taking them to court to get out of his current contract. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, his current contract is pretty harsh. Um, I guess a little background of this. The contract is for three years. And uh, it uh, apparently in the contract, which also the contract was leaked today from an unknown source, um, Face Clan was entitled to 80% of Turner's earnings from any type of deal. That includes from streaming, from YouTube. That also is from his creator code. Um, I don't think it includes those things. No, it does. Just... They, they, no, 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 they confirmed it today. It confirms. Oh, did they? They, could, if they wanted to, they could take eighty percent of his Twitch subs, bits, and ad revenue. <laughs> they could take fifty uh, percent. Sorry, fifty percent of his earnings from in-game merchandise, appearance fees, and brand deals, as well as fifty percent from his support a creator code. Mm. Um. So. FaZe Clan says that they've only taken about $60,000 from him, but Tifu still wants out of the contract just in case that there is a chance that they ha- will take more money from him mm-hmm. uh, as well. Uh, I think the person who signed the contract for or the person who convinced him to sign to FaZe Clan um, 
uh, like a man named Faze Banks on Twitter kind of <laughs> responded very crazily and very harshly and very emotionally to the whole situation. Uh, claims that the contract is not real. Now he's claiming that it is real. Then he's also claiming that uh, that's an old contract and they tried to renegotiate that contract. Um, I think a thing too that um, oh, he's also claiming that they helped grow Tifu and stuff like that as well. So it's justified. Um, mm -hmm. I think another thing that we all need to remember too as well is that when Tifu signed this contract, he was a um, he was averaging about three hundred to four hundred viewers on Twitch when it came to Fortnite. He was originally from H one Z one with Ninja, where he also was averaging maybe about five hundred to six hundred viewers. But he was a very, very good player, and so that's why FaZe Clan took a chance on him, uh, which is what FaZe is apparently claiming the reason why the contract earnings were so harsh, <laughs> or the, the splits between stuff. So yeah. Tifu's suing to get out of the contract. Uh, he made a response to it. Uh, apparently, also, rumor has it that he is also going to try to start his new organization. Uh, he's suing just to get out of the contract, and apparently in the lawsuit as well, uh, which people have kind of combed over. He is also willing to pay. Uh, so back last September, he tried to get out of the contract, and he even offered to pay to get out of the contract. And apparently FaZe Clan refused wow. um, uh, that as well. And so it's about almost a year, a little less than a year, obviously, um, since that con since that negotiation has happened. So it's just gotten to the point where they're going to sue them to get out of the contract <clears throat> now as well. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's kind of just all the updates to that I can think of off the top of my head, but, uh, mm -hmm. wow. yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot going on and there's a lot of legality around it. Like whether this is even possible to get out of mm -hmm. from, from what I've read, it's like, okay, yeah, it's a bad contract, but are bad contracts necessarily illegal? Right. Like, can you just enter into a bad contract? And I think this is a question actually for the courts to decide, like whether it's bad enough, because right. in California, there is actually something called an unconscionable contract. Um, and what that means is that if a contract is so unfair, it can actually be rendered like unenforceable. Mm -hmm. So like some someone has to uh, jump in and say like hey is this contract actually you know so ridiculously unfair that it doesn't make sense right um like it doesn't have to be illegal that's that's something different right exactly but, like it's just so like the terms are so stupid that like you know like who in their right mind would actually take this kind of thing right so it is possible but right. you know this can be modified in court it could be changed or just completely thrown out altogether. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, that's something that this, this lawsuit's going, going to find out. Yeah. But not only that, but, like, this is in addition to, like, all these uh, contract uh, disputes. But I believe the uh, California Labor Board is investigating phase claim for some uh, other things that they've been doing, like gotcha. uh, signing a, an 11-year-old child Mm -hmm, uh, to mm -hmm. the company as um, while also um, misrepresenting his age as well as right above a certain age which is also uh, that will be interesting to see as well because I believe for Fortnite esports you need to be at least of the age of 13 
to right. enter for anything as well. And I think that's the reason why they lied about his age, if it's true, which it probably is. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty easy to yeah. figure out if they're lying. They see birth certificates or something. Yeah, that's a big one, too, especially. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there's any kind of like child labor laws that come into play there, but that's a pretty, pretty big one. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's. Banks is not doing the company any favors by going to Twitter. I, um, it's, it's weird too. Sorry. Just to say, just to point out that apparent phase banks is just kind of the face of the company, but the actual company is just a bunch of investors. Oh, is it So okay. like he's, I don't know how much he's actually in charge of things like day-to-day operations. I think he's mm-hmm. just kind of like the representation of like the embodiment of phase clan. Right. But I think that there's people behind him and higher up or whatever. Um, because like he's admitted that like the house he lives in currently, which is like a pretty crazy mansion, is not theirs. It's like it was put up. It's mm. it's a front for investors. Interesting and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. They they gotta tell uh, ba- uh banks to like shut that Twitter down. <laughs> yeah, I you know it's actually kind of crazy because I don't know how this lawsuit will actually go. Like I I like obviously. You know, people are biased, including myself and you. But obviously, you know, you want to see Tif- I am At least for me, I want to see Tifu get out of this contract. It seems really bad and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But right. the thing is, you know, if FaZe Clan is telling the truth, they haven't acted on any of the, the stuff. You know, mm-hmm. they said they claim that they've only taken $60,000 from Tifu since he joined the organization. That was for winning one tournament or whatever. Um, I don't know if they'll be seeking more money from him and stuff as well. They might be, but um, it's you know it's it's a complicated situation because, like you said, just because you sign a bad contract, you know what I mean, a scummy contract, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's illegal. Like they would have to prove that in in some way, right? right. So I don't know. I don't know how like how this will happen, All right, yeah, how this will turn out at least. It's really interesting because it also could affect. Um different parts of the esports arena because i'm sure i'm pretty sure that many many more people have contracts like these which are really oppressive Mm -hmm. and it might actually force um organizations to draft like actual fair contracts Mm -hmm. and uh come up with like renegotiated ones every now and then when they reach like a certain point right yeah so it's it's gonna be really really interesting to see and not only that, like, there's also another legal question, whether uh, FaZe Clan is acting as a talent agency or a talent right. uh, management agency. Because if they are, they are not licensed to do so. So, like, also in California, you need to, you need to actually be licensed to do these kinds of deals. Gotcha. So the fact that they're not licensed is also... Um, cause for like throwing out the contract because that makes it not valid right they're like you know making contracts illegally actually right yeah uh it will be interesting to see what ends up happening with these type of contracts and stuff like that in general kind of like what the esports world uh it like how that's going to happen and stuff and how things are going to change or whatever i think the thing that we can all take away from this is just read your contracts lawyer up if you're not really sure and kind of comb over them before you sign mm-hmm. um i think the yeah. thing too as well is i don't know man it it's hard but the thing is too this contracts for 3 years mm-hmm. which is a very long time it it seems like a standard contract to be honest but in the world of content creation of twitch and youtube and stuff like that your numbers can go you know up or down very very fast 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I think Ninja even has a pretty insightful video where he talks about his contract with Luminosity, where where while it wasn't as harsh as this, you know, his contract, you know, applied to him when before he blew up in Fortnite mm-hmm. when he was smaller. So the contract uh, should have, you know, he wanted to renegotiate it, but he couldn't for some reason. I'm not really sure why. So I feel like almost like contracts with companies um, should be renegotiated, like at least with content creation companies, maybe should be renegotiated maybe on a year to year basis or maybe like one to two years at least or whatever, because that's one of the big things with this with Tifu was like even just like his pay. I think they're like, we will pay you twelve hundred dollars a month to stream for us or something like that. And that's like nothing to him. But that was back when he was only like a 200 or 300 reviewer streamer. Mm -hmm. So that's actually a lot of money back then. You know, but he oh, blew yeah. up and that's chump change to him now. And so I don't know. We'll, we'll end yeah. up seeing what happens. And it's we don't have the full story of everything. That's the, also the issue because there's probably stuff they can't say. So, you mm-hmm. know, so like Tifu's claiming like, yeah, I tried to approach him for renegotiation. FaZe Clan is like, we're totally blindsided by this, which has also been determined as a lie because we see that yeah. with the court records. But still, we don't really know. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We We won't know the full story of it. Yeah, I think uh, in the coming months we'll see what actually happens because a lot of stuff is still uh, wrapped up in confidentiality agreements mm-hmm. and things like that. So we might might start seeing all of this come to light pretty soon. Yeah, I think I think it will be pretty soon when all this stuff like kind of like blows up or whatever. Um, yeah. uh, oh, apparently. So apparently, mm-hmm. while we were recording this, Phase uh, Clan made a seven-minute video. Within a statement, and uh, it said, and for all those invested in this public discussion, we encourage you to watch this all the way through. Thank you. Hashtag phase up. I mean, we're not going to watch it, obviously. Maybe we'll talk about this on the next episode. But they came out with a seven-minute video on Twitter. It seems to just be an audio version as well. So, unfortunately, there is no um, you know, visual cues oh we can take from the video, etc. But it is actually – oh, no, there is some there is some uh, – there is some stuff, but it looks like it's from um, the CFO and CEO of FaZe. Um, FaZe Banks said afterwards, please watch the entire FaZe Clan video. Couldn't have said it better myself. I'm effing proud of my team. We are truly a family, and we'll get through this together. FaZe the F up <laughs> is right. what he said. So there is also more to the story now, apparently, with this video. But I think that's something that we can leave for the other day because we've hit the end of this episode but i think that's a video you know this is just going to keep going so i mean we got a lawsuit to go through and all this stuff so it'll be really interesting i'm interested in it personally because this could affect the entirety of esports and one of the most i think original um gaming communities phase clan i remember them from halo and cod back in the day when they were just doing montage Mm -hmm. videos and stuff so um yeah anyway guys um that's gonna be it for this episode um Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Um, I guess just go through the socials right now. Um, for me, you can check us out. Uh, you can check me out at least on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Twitch at Ryan Kubo, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O. Um, you can also check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, links for that are down below. You can also check us out on YouTube, S-H-I-G-E-O-S, Twitch TV, if you guys want to check out unedited VODs of the whole thing as well. Pixel, <laughs> where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash pixel underscore pusher 101. Awesome, guys. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out, guys, tonight. Really appreciate it. Episode 10, we're in the double digits, and I guess we're here for the long haul as well. We'll see you guys next week, hopefully, uh, with some more, uh, I don't know, random thoughts about ourselves. Anyway, guys, take it easy. Have a great rest of your day. Later. All right. See you guys. <laughs>